show yourself or not. Today, I could have been having sex with you. We could have got busy in each other's company. It sure would have been nice to have sex with you. But it wasn't worth the price to be your accessory. The day we could have been having sex was bright. And I barely slept the night Dreaming of our sex to be I drove with a heart on Just for you Until your text came through At 10.22 When I make time for you Well it's a fucking gift That you can't buy in any store So you better be grateful spot on my calendar you I decided could have sex with me and you were careful which I appreciate I enjoyed the four dates when we had sex all night and it felt right to open my heart and my planner and anticipate and wait and wait Wait. <laughs> when I make time for you, said it's a fucking gift that you can't buy in any store. So you better be grateful. Whoa, fuck you for breaking my heart. And fuck me for letting it happen. That's my part. All together now. Fuck me for letting it happen. Fuck me for letting it happen. Fuck me for letting it happen. Today, you could have been having sex with me. Instead, you threw it away for some friends and some extra sleep. Today's audio comes from a show I played a couple days ago at Revolution Hall in Portland, Oregon. While I'm on tour with my wonderful pals, welcome to Night Vale. The first song, Today Sex, comes from my latest album, Kiss Off Kiss. It's a song that when I wrote it, I didn't think I would ever sing it for anyone. It felt too vulnerable, too dirty. But I also loved it with my whole heart and couldn't stop playing it for myself. At the time I wrote it, I thought, well, I'll never play this for anyone but I know what I want to write about next. The rest of the Kiss Off Kiss songs came quickly. Following the lead of today's sex, I knew they'd be different from my other songs. They'd tell a very personal story, and I knew they would scare me. Eventually, I got up the courage to play the song for my friend Natalia. She loved it. Natalia suggested I try playing it at a show under the guise of, this is a song I wrote for and about someone else, like a show of support for an unnamed friend. That worked, and I was able to perform the song a few times. My confidence grew. The other Kiss Off Kiss songs started to appear in my sets, and that context gave me the courage to drop the ruse. I think today's sex shows a side of me that not everyone knows. 
a side that expresses intimate desire and speaks more explicitly about sex than I usually do. I prefer to speak frankly about sex, but that's usually something I keep for myself, my friends, and my partners. I love that the song is playful and direct and fun, hopefully what I am like as a partner. I've also grown to love playing it live and hearing people laugh. This song was never meant to be solemn. It was always meant to make everyone smile, me most of all. The audience in Portland the other night really got it, and you can hear it in the recording. Now I'm sitting in a hotel room in San Francisco. It's a beautiful day outside, so you'll hear some birds chirping, and you'll likely also hear the sounds of the folks working to run the hotel. This is all part of life on the road, outside the pristine comforts and quiets of home. I want to thank my friend Disparition for sending me the show audio, and for lending me his rad little interface so I can record this essay with relatively good sound. There's nothing like travel to reveal just how tired you are from raising a puppy. Greetings from the road. A less common occurrence for me these days. I usually write these essays from the comfort of my couch with Carl curled up beside me. On the day I left, he did adorably climb into my guitar case and promptly fall asleep. But now here I am in a nice hotel room, and Carl is likely wrestling or sleeping with his best friend, Eleven. I miss him terribly, but I'm not sure how much he misses me. This is fine because he is a dog. It's interesting to do the thing you've done thousands of times after not doing it for quite a while. This thing being performing for people, hauling yourself and instruments across the country. My paternity leave for Carl has been a basically unbroken string of days where I have spent a lot of time caring for him, then the rest of the time learning to play the violin. I'm not complaining, it has been tremendous. And it's also given me some time to reflect, as was the plan when I arranged my life this way. I wanted to pause the show. I wanted to untangle the impulses of making something, then showing it, and me, to people. I was very happy writing Kiss Off Kiss, as happy as I have ever been writing songs, and I became very unhappy when I took the record out into the world, as unhappy as I ever had been on the road, not to put too fine a point on it. Why this huge swing? Why, when I make something that I love, do I not just keep it for myself, the self who loves it best and most and feels a cosmic sense of satisfaction in the moment of creation? only to see that satisfaction slowly erode over the public life of a project. Hence this five-month pause. I wish it were a year, but this is the most I could afford. I've spent a lot of time thinking about my small fry self, all of our young creative selves. Even the smallest fry, doing the most ordinary thing, scans the world around them for humans, and finding one says, hey, watch me. And we do ooing and eyeing and supporting the small fry as they go down the slide or hand us a sheet of paper covered in abstract scrawl. In those moments, the human circle is complete, right? I make a thing, someone sees the thing and says, we see you. Cue the heart warmth and social cohesion. I've written about this before as it relates to Kiss Off Kiss. I asked everyone ahead of time to hold me in this project, to echo back, to help out, and many of you did, but somehow not enough for my small fry and my bank account both. So I'm trying to take this apart by pausing. I'm trying to take this apart by continuing to make things that I don't show anyone. I don't mean to be a tease or an asshole about it, but of course I have been making things these last several months. Lots of things. Music, poems, prose writing, and the point is for you not to see it. I'm trying for no one to see it. I'm trying to see how it feels to show what I am making to one or two people 
or no one at all. Not some undefined number and faceless group who have a lot of other stuff going on. Sometimes this is called an audience, or misleadingly on social media, followers. Hey y'all, as you can tell, I am out on the road right now, maybe coming to your town. Go look and see at erinmckeown.com slash shows. If your town isn't listed, you have a couple options. You can always check back another time. New tour dates are always being announced. Or write me to organize a show in your living room or community. Aaron at erinmckeown.com is the best way to reach me, and I love hearing from folks. Seriously, write me about anything. Also, this newsletter is evolving into something more robust. Please consider upgrading to become a paid subscriber. Thanks, y'all. I won't say I have any answers yet, but it has been hard, this pausing and taking apart. I have noticed how my mind, a natural producing mind, turns to budgets and grants and logistics and rehearsal schedules and all the things necessary to show the work I've made. But I'm not doing these things. I'm not sending these emails. I'm not contacting collaborators. I'm not even editing or shaping what I've done. This is probably really, really healthy for me, but man, is it a mindfuck. I feel like I'm undoing the last 25 years of my life, maybe longer. I feel like I'm stripping my creative self down to the studs and evaluating the shape of the house I've lived in. If a tree falls in the forest and no one hears it, am I still an artist? Instead, I'm channeling my public creativity into these newsletters, and after all these months, I'm back to showing myself by going on a short tour and showing myself in the most showy way imaginable, with very nice clothes, big hair, makeup, lights, and due to the blessing of my talented and popular tour family Welcome to Night Vale, a whole lot of people. Many hundreds. Some nights over a thousand. It feels weird to hold all this in me right now. What I show you, what I don't show you. It feels like a new calculus, but one that could perhaps be more sustainable for me in the future. Because if you've been reading these essays between the lines, and really the lines themselves, you'll see that I'm trying to figure out how to keep going with the public self. How to keep going with the part of me that wants to show you what I made at school today and wants you to put it up on your refrigerator. And is also not devastated when you don't or don't even know that I drew a picture at all. All right, y'all, here's another song from my recent Portland set. This song, The Business of Show, is another favorite of mine from Kiss Off Kiss. As you'll hear, I was a bit rusty and definitely figuring things out as I went. I did it all for the business of show. Hair and makeup, you were the blonde in the front of the row. Lips all played up Under a spell that night Of a spotlight's glare on me Yeah So you know that I'm not playing to a tape, I'm gonna do this Yeah I decided it's that kind of night, a little tight Every line from my lips, every note from my hand was for you only Now what sounds and singing began Felt so holy The heat of your eyes on me Was all I needed to fly Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
rest of show will kill me, I know. But I go on anyway. Without this source, I am out of sorts, divorced and far away. After the set in the lobby, I spy your leather jacket. I rush through the crowd to the end of the line just so I could grab it. Ooh, then our wires touched, cheeks went blush, heartbeats rushing with desire. We do it all for the glitter and shine, those magic moments, the gift and the curse of the business of show. There's no difference.